Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It is the August 1st episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It's your Monday edition of the show. Training camps are in full swing across the the NFL, and that is good news for all you football-loving folks out there. I'm Chris, and with me as always is John. Hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, you can help us out by subscribing and sharing the show with your sports-loving friends and family. And if you uh, if you want to go find a place to, to get the latest sports news and information all day long, every single day, you can jump over to www.umyasports.com. And uh, we go get the latest sports news and information from kind of the local sites. Just kind of go hit up these these different places from around the internet, social, you know, social media. Bring it all together into one place for you. There's no ads. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, so go check that out. And you can also find us on Twitter at Um yeah Sports. And you can now find us on Truth Social at Um yeah Sports as well. And... We have a new video series out for you fantasy football folks out there as well, and that is called Sneaky Good, and you can find that on YouTube as well as on Rumble starting, what, Tuesday? Yeah, tomorrow. Okay, Uh, great. So check that out. You'll want to do that. Cool. How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. We've got some football stuff to talk about. Surprise, surprise, it is... Getting to be football season. Yes, it is. That is a good thing. So, Debo Samuel, looks like he's going to be sticking around in San Francisco. This is, uh, what, on your estimation, one of the best receiver re-signings of the offseason, no? Yeah, I think it's... I think it's one of the ones that needed to happen, especially because of the fact that they have Trey Lance starting, obviously, uh, and they're switching from Jimmy Garoppolo. So losing a guy like Debo Samuel, who is a reliable target and is shifty in open space and can make the short pass into long passes, and it doesn't have to be necessarily perfectly thrown for him to make a play on it, helps and takes a lot of the pressure and the stress off both coaching staff and uh, Trey Lance, who's the young quarterback that will be taking over the 49ers organization and franchise. So uh, signing him makes perfect sense so if i mean if jimmy garoppolo is going to be there or or someone in that in the same vein who is an experienced quarterback um i don't know if i would feel the exact same way about it uh debo is one of those situations where he it feels like he's more after the money in that organization like after the money than the organization if you know what i mean i feel like he would have been fine anywhere uh, as opposed to certain wide receivers throughout the league, especially DK Metcalf, who didn't want to leave but uh, and just wanted to find common ground with Seattle, as opposed to uh, Debo, who felt like he would go to the Jets just as happily as he would stay with the 49ers. So, but with him coming back and with him getting assigned and giving Trey Lance the opportunity to have a reliable target who he's used to and has been around and has been around this organization, knows the game plan, knows the schemes, and knows all that, is going to be invaluable for him uh, and can help him as he takes next the next steps and everything like that. Because there's always a wide receiver duo. Uh, what, no wide receiver duos, I'm sorry, but wide receiver quarterback duo that has taken over the NFL, whether that was Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, or um, or uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, or, or someone down those same kind of tracks or whatever, then I think this Trey Lance-Debo uh, situation could be kind of similar. So I think it's a very good move. I think it's going to be extremely helpful for him 
And I think it's going to be helpful for this uh, 49ers organization now. I think Debo Samuel has gone down in value now since he doesn't want to be a running back. Because I think half of his value was from the fact that he was willing to be a running back wide receiver combo, which made him super dangerous, super effective, and super good in fantasy. But now he's just changed into a wide receiver, which makes him an okay wide receiver. And then there's a lot of wide receivers that rank higher than him in my book than I would rank Debo Samuel. But at the same time, uh, he is a good talent. He is a guy that can take uh, a lot of hits and get through him. So that does make him good for the passing game as well. But uh, for that reason, I think he's a, he's a great signing for this 49ers team. Uh, but like I said, if he was in a different situation, I think the 49ers would have been smarter to let him go. But uh, they got him locked up, so no more holdings from the wide receiver department. The only guy that's left, I think, is Derwin James now for safety for uh, the Chargers. We'll see how long that lasts. And, uh, okay. So, yeah, that's it. And things are moving along. And like you mentioned, training camp basically in full swing with uh, padded practice happening everywhere. All right. Well, in Tampa, I kind of like Tampa. Sorry. Kind of do, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in Tampa, we, uh, or they, they lost Jensen. So they lost their center. Pretty good player. That's not good. Yeah. No. But they are continuing to attract top talent, all-star level with, uh, I don't think we've talked about this, but Julio is now playing in Tom's Julio. schoolyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting with Tampa how how much they how much Tom Brady is able to recruit players i think he's probably more powerful than any coach that they have on that uh, yeah, in that front think. office he literally anyone that wants to join he just texts them and they oh crap i'll, I'll go, I'll join go down there uh, fournette had that situation happen to him and tony brown had that situation happen to him so it's like anyone he wants to come will be coming to tampa bay so maybe Gronkowski will be back well, it depends but i think with the julio jones situation and the Nakeem uh, Hicks situation uh, and some of the guys that they have really brought in and maybe even for the center situation, they can find a good center because they want to play for Tom Brady and they want to be at that high level. But maybe the Russell Gage situation as well, these guys that are coming in are now chasing Super Bowls because they know that, you know, Tom Brady's time in the league's limited. He's going to be done soon, but he has such a high expectation on himself that um, I feel like he, he has such a high expectation on himself that he expects his players to meet that everyone just expects them to win another Super Bowl. Everyone expects if they come to Tampa, they're going to get to that Super Bowl. They're going to have a chance to be in the running. Uh, and that's why I think Julio's come here. I think that's, I mean, it's nice of Tampa to sign him because they don't really need Julio. But they sign him. They sign Akeem Hicks, who's a great signing, I think. But everyone's just trying to chase the Super Bowl with Tom Brady at this point. Uh, everyone wants to be part of this roster, try, try to be part of this Tampa team before he retires. We don't know when that's going to happen. Kind of feels like it could be after the season. Kind of feels like it could be even longer than that. Tom Brady just feels like he's never going to retire. But at this point, it's kind of fascinating. Like if you have the quarter, or if you have the correct quarterback, uh, people want to come. People want to play for for your quarterback, uh, and they want to play for your organization. You see that in Tampa. You see that a little bit in LA, where they're signing a lot of guys. They're bringing a lot of talent in. Uh, and you see that, I mean, just throughout the league. I mean, even Buffalo um, with Von Miller signing there because they want to play with those certain quarterbacks. They kind of just get attracted to those different locations. And you can kind of tell which players that, which teams that players think highly of their quarterback and which teams they think lowly of their quarterback. And for Tampa, it's always been that situation. But one of the most fascinating things is like Tampa has like the two most tapped in players and coaches. Um, with Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, where Bruce Arians literally has every coach from every level that's ever played or coached a, a, any of these players that he wants to bring in, and Tom Brady. Well, he's not the coach anymore. 
Oh, he's, well, he's still in he's the front, a, he's he's in the in front, front office, office. Yes, so he still has ability to he's recruit. He's a consultant. Exactly. He does. He still has the ability to draw talent. So now they have team. both these guys, so they can create quite a quite a thing going for them, <laughs> uh, even after Tom Brady retires. So Tampa's in a great situation, but this little run that Tampa is on the last couple of seasons and through this season, possibly more, has been really good. I mean, they, played, they went deep in the playoffs last season, won the Super Bowl the first season with Tom Brady, and now it kind of feels like they're they're on the same trajectory and same path that they can beat the reigning champs. Indeed. Well, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a very fun season to watch all the talent on these teams uh, compete. So uh, speaking of competition in Pittsburgh, it appears that the quarterback situation is open there, but is it as open as it seems? I personally don't think so because they gave Trubisky like all the starting reps um, at the beginning of camp. Uh, they're traded for him. They got him onto so the roster. So you think Trubisky's the guy? I don't. I don't think it's Mason Rudolph. Otherwise, they would not have drafted Kenny Pickett, and they would have not have gotten uh, Trubisky. That just doesn't add up. Uh, same thing I think in Carolina. But I also think Kenny Pickett's going to be a little while before he gets to that situation. They're claiming it's an open thing for Mason Rudolph to get the lineup and get that done. But if that was the case, then when Tom, when Ben Roethlisberger, I'm sorry, Ben Roethlisberger retired, everyone would have said, okay, Mason Rudolph, that's the guy that we're going with. They wouldn't have immediately gone out to draft and you know trade for a, um, another quarterback. That just doesn't add up. So. I wouldn't. I don't believe what they're saying about it. You would also see some reports that Mason Rudolph's getting some of the starting reps as well. But from what I've heard, he's getting the second string reps. Uh, Trubisky's getting the first. Uh, in Carolina, to give you a little bit of uh, like perspective, both those guys, both um, Sam Darnold and um, and uh, Baker Mayfield, are both getting first team reps shared over the last few practices, and that is actually an open competition. This one, I believe, is not an open competition, and it's pretty much decided Trubisky is going to be that guy. And when Kenny Pickett's good enough, he will get that starting nod, and Mason Rudolph feels like he will always be a second-string guy. I don't feel like he has wowed the coaches enough to be like, okay, we got to get this guy. Otherwise, in my opinion, it would have already happened because I've never seen a quarterback in an NFL situation where they have a guy on their roster, they pass him up, go trade, get a bunch of guys, give the other guys starting reps, and then all of a sudden name him the starting quarterback. Uh, i just never seen that happen. I'd be very surprised if that happened. And if that happened, the Steelers are very good at playing a bluff, a bluff hand. But I don't think that's in their best interest. I think Trubisky's in the best interest uh, to bridge the gap until Kenny Pickett can get there. Uh, obviously, Trubisky has shown a lot of improvement since uh, his time with the Bears. Everyone really liked him with his time with the Bills, and now... He has another chance with the Steelers. I think it makes perfect sense uh, to you know start him and then see where that goes. Because I think, like I said, the Steelers has a great wide receiver core that's coming in, a great tight end, who in sneaky good this season. Uh, that's what you see tomorrow. Uh, you can watch the Steelers one because I talk about Pat Fryermuth and how I think he's. A, I won't spoil it, but a really good uh, tight end. So I think at this point, if they go with anyone else, I'd be so really surprised because they got a great defense. A great running back core and a, and a good um, wide receiver core loading in, so it just makes the perfect sense to go with Trubisky. And in my opinion, and from everything I've read, I, I feel like the Steelers' competition hasn't been open for a while, and that it's been decided pretty much from the very beginning. Okay, all right. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks—they're still kind of trying to figure out their quarterback situation as well, but it appears they are working on trying to build back leadership on the defensive side. They—they they were. You know, historically, Pete 
is about the defense, right? Yeah. And uh, of course, you'd think that as he seeks to get his team back to the uh, the middle, that he would uh, he would want to uh, build that defense back again. And my guess is a running game, although they just. Didn't their running back retire, one of them? Yeah, but they just drafted Kenneth Walker, who, in my okay. opinion, is going to be a really good running back All for right. him. But, Excellent. Uh, Jordan Brooks uh, is the new Mike linebacker, the guy that will be giving all the play calls. He's a third-year guy. I remember when he got drafted. I can't believe it was already three years ago. But um, he's the guy that will be able to call the defenses and stuff, which is good because after they lost Bobby Wagner and K.J. Wright, K.J. Wright to retirement and Bobby Wagner to the Rams, uh, they needed a guy that's going to be able to step up in the middle there in the linebacking core and help a very young defense. Cause right now they have a mix of veteran talent and really young talent, but mostly just very young. Uh, and they're trying to find a way to kind of mesh it all together. They've just got a brand new offensive coordinator that they signed, I believe this off season. Uh, and so now they're just trying to find their identity. But a lot of the biggest issues with people that ha- that people had with the Seahawks secondary and defense is that they didn't have any voice, a, a particular leader. And now they're starting to establish who that leader is going to be. And it looks like it be Jordan Brooks, who I think is a very good linebacker. Um, since he was drafted, uh, he's kind of been the vocal point of this team besides probably Jamal Adams. Uh, and honestly, this team has gone through so many ups and downs as far as defensively is concerned. I mean, over the last few seasons, uh, since the Legion of Boom era you know, went down, so far they've cycled through so many def- defensive um, players and schemes and all that, and they're trying to find a way to kind of put keep their feet on the ground and find a way to pick the right players and all that so with them establishing that uh this just speaks more to the fact that i believe the seattle team is in as bad a shape isn't in as bad a shape as people are are believing yes i don't think they're going to make it to the playoffs and yes i don't think they're gonna have a great season however i think they're uh, poised to have a great season coming up in the next couple years and this is a great stepping stone to get there so um while it might sound insignificant, Seattle fans and, and you know NFL fans, just general fans, would know that establishing leadership uh, and getting that particular guy that's going to be the leader for years to come is just a stepping stone in the direction that you believe is going to be a while before you get to the point where you're you know dominating. But at least you're now at the point where you're uh, getting the guys in place that are going to be the key pieces that then you can build around. So I think that's going to be really helpful for them, and I'm glad they're doing that. Uh, so that's something that, I, like I mentioned, people were worried about with Seattle. They need to get that veteran talent. They needed to get the guy that's going to lead them and you know call the plays and everything like that. So they finally found it, which kind of shows a little bit of light into what is going to happen for you know the next season, what this team is going to look like. So I'm excited to see the Seattle team in action uh, in preseason and in regular season action, which is only 41 days away till the first pl- uh, first game of the season, or for the first Sunday of the season, so Kim. a little less than that for the first Thursday, but yeah. All right, well, I want to talk just a second about the first game of the NFL season, not preseason, but the actual season. The Bills-Rams? That will be the Bills and the Rams. Who's going to win that game? Uh, Too early to tell? I do we got to see the preseason shake preseason. out, or do we think the Rams are the Rams are pretty much going to be the team they were last year, right? Except maybe uh, yeah. is it uh, who 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 was the Seahawk that joined them? Did, didn't somebody Bobby sign? Wagner. Did Bobby Bobby, Bobby sign down there? And then uh, they have uh, what's his name? Allen Robinson just okay. signed down there as well. All right, and they Von lost Miller, uh, they lost Von Miller, but he's going to play against him. <laughs> but generally, uh, right? Because he's on the Bills now. Yeah, yeah. But generally, like they they really haven't taken they haven't taken a step back. Yet. And yeah. I would say on the Buffalo side of the ball, like they got Von Miller. They have not stepped taken a step back. Yeah, they're, basically, they're the same team with so just Von Miller attached. Kind of feels like maybe a potential. That's going to be a great matchup. Super Bowl preview. In my opinion, that's here. a three point ball game. Okay. Decided, and if I had to guess, 
Uh, I think for both these teams are great. Uh, however, I think Buffalo is going to lose just because they just lost their offensive coordinator to the Giants yeah. to be the head coach. There's going to be some growing pains there. There's no way that you can establish your full def- offensive plan in preseason alone. You got to see the starters. You got to see them in action, everything like that. You know, Yes, this team is extremely talented, uh, but also they lost a couple wide receivers. I think Cole Beasley's gone. But I think at this point they're going to be in a situation where they're in a great position to succeed and you know start winning. So I think it'd be three points. Rams win it by a, you know last second field goal, but a very tight game. Okay. Well, I'm sure we're going to talk about that one leading up because that's the Thursday game, right? That's yeah, it's the like, first game. So I'm sure as we get closer, oh, yeah, we'll be, absolutely. I just we learn talking more about it about these teams. We'll get we'll get that back on the, absolutely the radar. Awesome. Cool. Well, that's going to be a short episode for today. Thanks for chilling with me. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, listeners, thanks for listening. Uh, If you haven't done so already, again, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Just hit the subscribe button in your app there. It's a done deal. It's pretty easy. It's not It's not hard. And then you'll know about episodes. You'll just get them, I think, when yeah. they come out, which is awesome. And then uh, other than that, jump over to uh, to uh, Twitter or, so, or Truth Social and talk to us, man. We'd love to hear from you guys. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, listeners. Appreciate you. We'll talk soon. See God you. bless.